Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, Paul. Where you been? Uh, where haven't I been? Actually, probably easier to, easier to list the places I have been, which is basically just New York. No, no, no. But I mean, like you were you just ghosted me last week. I didn't ghost you. You did. I was in New York. No, no, you weren't. You were in New Zealand. You didn't show up to the podcast. JT was here. JT, welcome I'm back. All, I thank you. I'm always here. Well, did you me. see me? All we want is just a basic level of competency. Show up to your uncle guy's house once a week. I was in New York. Do a, no, you were not. I know for a fact that you were not. Don't lie to me. It's time for Advanced Analytics. Hey, this is Guy. I know I was talking about basic competency before, but somehow I don't have the competency to put a sting into a podcast and the podcast is already two days late i'm so sorry about this what can i say i hate computers um i will say this is a really good episode so don't give up on it but the stings will be sung um by me on the computer microphone enjoy the show uh super bowl the super bowl was yesterday did anyone enjoy that sure did did you actually Mm, yeah no i did i'm a total as you know i think i announced Last week, I'm a total footy head now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not called footy, is, <laughs> is it? it not? Does anyone call it footy? American football. Paul, you, you National Football League. Uh, I watched... I usually enjoy watching it. I, well, I, I had JT's to... trying to prove that he knows it <laughs> by just listing what the acronym for NFL stands for. Um, I watched the halftime show and I watched the last four minutes. Was the halftime show living up to expectations? Honestly, I would have preferred... I don't like when they like try and do multiple people... Like, yeah. It's like, just give it to Shakira or give it to J-Lo. No, wait, wait, wait. Don't give it to Shakira. How did she even get on the bill? Even she must be oh, like, are you no, sure you want Shakira, Shakira's a big name. Shakira greater than J-Lo. J-Lo was in a movie this year and is relatively relevant. She's like famous. I don't like Shakira her. Shakira hasn't been seen mm. for like 10 years. She's the kind of no, person. No, she's been in the news. Tax would- fraud. <laughs> She's a 12 million. <laughs> okay, it's with, it's with Paul at the moment. She, <laughs> she's, she's the kind of person you would see like in West Auckland doing like a 90s throwback gig and she'd get no. booed for bad sound okay. quality like brand Not true. Huge counterpoint though. She has done a duet with Wycliffe John. Can you say the same for J-Lo? Probably. <laughs> Who hasn't done a duet with Wycliffe John? How um, long ago was I was shocked duet? he didn't come out. I was also shocked when... J-Lo did... Um, he didn't come out because it's not 1995. No. Um, uh, I'm surprised that in Miami, with J-Lo doing the song, Dance the night away, live your life and get out on the floor, featuring Pitbull, Miami local, yeah. Miami uh, mayor, probably. <laughs> um, you got to bring out Mr. Worldwide, Pitbull, give yeah. the people what they want. Couldn't afford him. Did they you, could afford Pitbull, surely. Did you see Andy Reid, um, winning Super Bowl coach, gave a statement afterwards that he was going to go home and listen to P- Pitbull all night? Actually? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's true, but I saw it. No. <laughs> it was on the internet. It was so a meme was that true. Pitbull shared on Instagram. Quick Super Bowl, Super Bowl uh, performance tidbit. 
You know the infinite, infamous Janet Jackson nipple yes. exposure. I know exposure. Well. Yeah. So apparently, you know who? You know the guy from that's like head of ABC that got done for. You um, got to remember your credibility is falling <laughs> no, no, apart no, no. between no. T- tying um, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein to the. It's pa- very similar. Patriots. It's going a similar angle. And then, and then, and then, just then, you just you just say crazy stuff. Now yeah. this is true. Um, okay, not don't know if it's true. So who's the guy <laughs> that ran like ABC that's got done for sexual harassment? They made him. I can't. Or I can't CBS maybe. Name. Yeah. You know yeah. the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. So anyway, so apparently after that fiasco. Which was definitely planned. Timberlake rang rang this guy and was like, "Big, I'm so sorry. Um, big for forgiveness." And then was put back on the good boy list. Janet Jackson made no apology, and this guy went out of his way to blackball Janet Jackson from the whole industry. There was nothing like wouldn't they wouldn't publish her book. Uh, got her taken off a whole lot of movies, and people think that was like a career stunt for Janet Jackson to get press. Yeah, but. Her sales had actually been among the mm. peak of her career when she did that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, let's, just, let's just rewind about 12 <laughs> steps. Janet Jackson is someone who was big in like the 90s. Mm. And like but when the, did she stop being big? She was still big. That's, That's the question. No, no. She was, she was when still did she big. stop she was, being it big? Was, she was like Shakira getting booked for the Super Bowl t- halftime show. Like It's like, where's this person come from? She's bizarre. That's what I thought. Her she career was wasn't big. going anywhere. No, no it Shakira, we expect Shakira to keep. She'd just been a nutty success. professor. One of the biggest hits of the summer. <laughs> Lead a nutty professor too. Yeah, yeah, and then and then and then and then what? They're not going to make a nutty professor five. They, like, they would have. No. They would have if it wasn't the CBS shut it down. Yeah, oh. CBS. That's it. It was. It was going to be Marvel before Marvel. That's right. It was a whole the nutty universe. professor I universe. See, I, see, <laughs> I, went see, I went to see Janet Jackson um, at one of those nineties throwbacks gigs, and it was like she's like she's like seventy two years old, and like you know she hasn't had a hit since nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, no, she hasn't had a hit. Since her breasts got revealed exactly on national TV, okay. more than national, some would say international anyway, TV. I, I regret asking you guys many questions. <laughs> Let's start with the uh, week in review. Shit, um, here comes another sting. Week in review. I'm going to come out right at the top and say I'm really out of the loop uh, with anything that's really going on, NBA related and uh, otherwise. Why? Well, because you've been in New York and they don't have the. I've been there. in New York. No, I was. I, I was also traveling. They don't have I, um, phones to text your brother back. I was coming home. Uh, had a stop off in Hawaii. Famously, no internet there either. Um, yeah. How's Hawaii? Yeah, really good. Uh, I love Hawaii. Cool. In, that's the end of that. <laughs> um, um, I don't understand the Zion hype. He's a good rookie who can jump high and looks like he could have an okay career, but people are giving him the hype of, say, a Doncic or a LeBron James. Or, does, for me, he doesn't seem like much more than he's going to be like, his ceiling is going to be like the next Blake Griffin at Mac, which is pretty good, which is pretty good. MVP um, running a few years, but is it really like the chosen one that we hope he could be? He could be a next great dunker, but I don't Here's know. what I'll say. Going into that draft... Wait, wait, you just before said... <laughs> Here's what I say, I didn't watch for a week. NBA and didn't have access to the internet. Yeah, no, but this... I don't need to know what happened in the last <laughs> fortnight to, to speak on this. When I made my number-based um, convoluted ranking system for the draft prospects, yeah. him and Ja Morant came out on top with a score of 117 each. Great. Oh, but with that we're said... Glad to hear he's got 117 <laughs> of your imaginary yes. points. Yes. And with that said, third place was Bol Bol. Um, <laughs> but... He hasn't played yet. 
He could be great. It could be great. Um, okay, but anyway, moving on. Are you trying to guess like JT here? <laughs> no. JT has specifically said in pre-chat that he's completely focused on Zion. He's going to destroy me with facts and has done hours of information. Uh, <laughs> I will be honest, haven't read the pre-chat. But I will say this. What are you so, trying to move on to? No, I just want to say this. I'm trying to give both sides of the picture. Yeah. But you can't. You haven't given he, the picture. The picture. You haven't seen the picture. Well, the picture's he got 117 points. Oh, right, right. Sorry, okay. different picture. Yeah. So he was, no, he was number one on my pre-draft ranking. But I will say this. If Zion's numbers were exactly the same, but his name was Matt Smith, and instead of incredible dunks, he just was did really solid layups... I don't think there'd be nearly the hype. So you're saying the dunking is adding to it? The dunking and the name. Funny you say oh, just, that. just the fact that his name is Zion. Yeah. If his name's Matt Smith and he does layups instead of dunks, yeah. I don't think there is, would be nearly the hype. It's interesting when a name like Tanks, you are like Quincy Poindexter never had a chance. Never. I think he's got a <laughs> no, good... No, I think that's a good name. Yeah, I think he's going to... No one's going to be like, got to get that Quincy jersey. <laughs> oh. He's going to like cure cancer okay, or something, well, I think. shut up. You're an idiot. So just one counterpoint on no. that. Why, my, why are you counterpointing no, his point? That's a good counterpoint. My player on well, 2K is... I 113 points. My player on 2K is called BB Babcock. BB Babcock. <laughs> and he's the exact same dimensions as Zion, but has no dunking ability <laughs> and is doing nothing but layups. And he just got the Gatorade endorsement, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. I stand corrected. But here's some, here's some stats... I want to, I'm coming with you nothing but facts. No conjecture from me. Oh, yeah. What Zion represents is not just ability now, but a shift in the game. Like Curry's value when he was drafted. Yeah. So he can, she's maybe a 45% three-point shooter, right? But people would you'd at, at max project him to take seven shots a game, seven threes a game. Yeah. But now you're taking 12 shots or 13 threes a game, shooting 45% on that volume is like a whole different paradigm, right? Yeah. To, to, mm-hmm. So what... I guess you'll have to look at... I heard a stat during the last game versus the Rockets where they said he's converting 80% of his shots at the rim or either he's scoring it or he's getting the offensive board. Mm. So then I looked up his at-the-rim finishing, right? Now, listen to this. Listen to this. For 100 minutes played per 100 possessions, he's shooting 18 field goals mm. at a 70% conversion, right? Shaq, in his peak, was taking 12 at 80%. So he's taking so it's like the, as big a shift from for Curry coming into the draft versus 2016 is what Zion is doing at the rim. So you reckon it's going to be like a switch back to post play? Is that what you're saying? No, nah, specifically at the rim, no post moves. It's like what Giannis is doing, except Giannis dribbling in and dunking it, or just lobs, or and lobs. Um, so it's all athletic space, but there is no player that like him. Like LeBron at his peak was taking. I looked up LeBron. LeBron at his peak was taking like uh, 10 attempts a game at the rim. Yeah. So that's almost double. Yeah, wow. Okay. So that's his value. If, but it's, it's all athletic can, space. Can, that's, yeah, can, that's, that's my sk- fear. One injury, I'm like, yeah. he's done. Yeah. Um, secondly, is, like, is he terrible? Like, he's shooting 53% on free throws. But he's going to be better. Yeah, okay. Because it's like, when do people just um, fouling every time? But again, look at Giannis, and the Giannis is the example. You can That's true. Compare him to Giannis and no one else, and you think like he represents a whole different way of playing basketball. Okay. okay. Well, I, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm just like, he can't play D. He can't shoot, except for that first game, from outside. I like that he stopped, though. It's like, it's like if you get, uh, get your average high at cricket, and then you're just like, I'm never playing again. <laughs> Yeah, good on him. And uh, I just feel like teams are going to figure him out pretty quick. And I could be wrong. But I guess the thing you can't figure out is six foot seven and like a 
inch vertical and yeah. just mm. dominating you. That's a good point. That's a good mm. point. Indeed. And that, and if this the, the, if this ties, ties into small ultra small ball, he's going to feast. I'll also say this: people always talk Freestyle. about. Um, I've just thought of this now, but the people always talk about like sometimes with shot blockers is like. Yeah, they might like he might only have got one block like Rudy Gobert or whatever, but the the fear that he instills in the opposition is is like not measurable. So you get the fear of the uh, fear uh, of getting dunked on yeah. could be a thing. So they're going to run out of the paint when they see him. NBA players, are, it's kind of annoying because it's like, you know, if I was a coach, I'd be like, if you're getting dunked on, I'm happy with that. Yeah. What I don't want is you stepping out of the way. Do you reckon all the NBA players step out of the way to avoid getting dunked on? Definitely. Often, yeah. So your dream team would be like that Chris Boucher from Toronto, um, Aaron Baines, just like... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley, bring right. him back to be the centre. Um, Sean Bradley wanted to get out of the way. He was just so slow that he could not. Um, the trade deadline's coming up. Do you guys care about that? That's kind of been kind of a little bit underwhelming so far. Right? Yeah, something's going to happen, Something's surely. cooking. Something's Capella. cooking. Capella's that's, getting moved. That's sad, right? Like... If the Rockets are trading away like one of their valuable assets just to get under the salary cap, or is it a genuine move? I think it's a genuine move, uh, move but I think they're maybe they're positioning themselves to do something else. They need to get an asset off Capella that might be a draft pick to then move for another wing. <laughs> You're joking. 100%. No, honestly, I believe you that. You want the, ro- the Rockets, a team that only has wings, is going no, to wind up with another I think, wing. Yeah, I think that... Because he's like literally like the only center, right? Yeah, I believe so, they're all no, but in. What What is your think that, that they um? They, they've only got two plans. Hey, One they... is Harden ISO, <laughs> and the other is Harden uh, Capella pick and roll. And if you trade with Capella, then you only have Harden ISO. No, they'll have Harden ISO or Westbrook, Westbrook ISO, ISO. And, and, Westbrook and, ISO, and then four wings around and then them. Four wings, but I mean, <laughs> their dream would um would be someone who can still kind of defend the center spot but shoot threes, surely, don't you think? Paul, you know, who, you know exactly what, Tucker. You know what Dan and Tony's done. He's looked at me and your fantasy team and he's just yeah. thinking Trevor Ariza, Robert Covington, <laughs> yeah. Marcus Smart. Yeah, just chuck those three with, with Harden. Uh, big I, time. I yeah. believe, I honestly believe they're all in, that they're going, they're going to yeah. go sub six foot seven and they're all in. There'll yeah, probably be yeah. a trade during this um, during this podcast, hopefully, but there's a few teams where you're like, oh, I can't. I think, I'm sure the Lakers and Clippers I think they are game. doing it, and I think it's what my team needs to do, my fantasy team. I can't talk about too much because I think there could be people from the league listening, but I think I need to... Um, I, d- I tried a very no bold... I tried a very bold technique that hasn't isn't quite working at the moment, but it's because I'm not quite 100% in. Look, I'm you still can't li- tell us a story unless you're going to tell us a story. <laughs> this is the story. You got to go 100% in sometimes because yeah. if you're a little bit go out, 100% into this conversation <laughs> by saying this is not one of those times. Of what you're saying, give us a hint. What are you going? Okay, to? my team is nearly entirely point guards. Oh yeah. Previously, I've, I've I had a rule basically in previous years where I had no I had like no point guards because um but as a result I was incredible at turnovers. Yeah, you don't. Um, want I'd always punt assists. But um, but the thing is, is like I've realised like turnovers is pretty easy. Like, I'm going to win turnovers regardless, usually. Um, but whoa, whoa, whoa. when you say win with your, with your team, whoa, whoa, whoa. just can we? Just, well, I'm so confused. You got a team of all point guards. Yes, you're going to win turnovers. You mean lose them? No, no, I'm still good at. I'm still good at turnovers now. Even with a team of all point wow. guards. Well, I've got I've got like quite mature point guards. Um, and, no, and, and here's the thing I'm not I don't have enough point guards here point guard? Dear Patrick Beverly I want to draft you But I'm not sure <laughs> Yes Are you I've, No I've got a mature, mature Listen to this maturity Kyle Lowry Mike Conley Drew Holiday 
Mark is smart. Well, Mike Conley hasn't played for three months. I know. No <laughs> uh, Mike Conley has been shocking. He's been my worst player. Um, but he'll come right. But you're right. He's missed a lot of time. Um, Devontae Graham, less mature, but he's been incredible. Um, anyway, quite a few. Oh, Eric Bledsoe, I'm looking to move him. Doesn't quite. He's, he's not quite fitting the picture. He's not mature enough. No, he's just not quite. Um, He's not quite fitting the stats I need. But he's good, don't so he's, he's valuable. Don't he's get va- Ja Morant, mate. Immature. Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at him. I was him. trying to name an immature player. I didn't, I didn't know. Well, he's young. Is there like a matrix view? Like swag on one axis, <laughs> axis and maturity on the other? <laughs> yeah. That sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. No, I've got... Donovan Mitchell not mature enough. <laughs> no. No, I would argue very mature. Yeah, he's mature. Is he? Yeah, yeah. real mature. Utah high... only get mature No, no, guys. is he not... No, 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 no. <laughs> Is he not high turnovers, though? Like, you mean like... Uh, no, no, I don't know. Wait, we're talking about two different things now. I'm talking all, all over maturity. <laughs> yeah. Kyle Kuzma, immature. <laughs> you guys are talking about, like, wearing... Oh, Kyle like... Kuzma would never wear a Nelson Suns basketball jersey. <laughs> who, do you think the le- who do you think is the least mature and most mature in the league right now? Uh, most mature, Mike Conley... Least mature. How about that Josh Jackson guy that keeps getting can't get out of the G League? No, oh. who was the guy? <laughs> yeah. who, who, he's he's immature. Yeah. Who was okay, the guy? with Josh Jackson, Jackson. <laughs> this is what I'll say. A lot of people wanted him in the draft. Like he was high, Like everyone was like loving him going into the draft. A lot of people. Mm. And I just remember being like, this guy literally. Like there was a female, like a girlfriend or whatever, in a car, and he was beating up the car. With his fists. Yeah. <laughs> smashing a car. Yeah. And I was like, if that's not a red flag, I don't know what is. And then sure enough, when people are like, oh, he's got character issues. It's like, no crap. Yeah, yeah. He was beating up a car like weeks before the draft. Yeah. Months you, you before the draft. He's the one who blew the weed in the baby's face as well. Eh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's what yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> he's out of the league though, right? He just, he just played for the Grizzlies. I was shocked to see him. He was out of the G League for the Grizzlies because I had like four guys out a couple of days ago. I was trying to. Na- I, I for a second there, I thought I'd nailed an immature player, and you guys. I was so excited to say it, but you guys were say still talking. No, I've forgotten who it was. I'd say um, I feel like the Cavs' main tactic is drafting um. Oh, oh yeah, they're oh. immature. So like um, who's that guy with the rat's tail? Um, Sexton. And Sexton and um, Kevin Porter Jr. AKA J.R. Smith the second. J.R. Smith is up there actually. Yeah, yeah. You guys um, you guys topped me with um, guy who tried to beat up a car with his fist. <laughs> but um, I was going to say a perfect. Ca- oh my god, I think I've forgotten it again. Perfect candidate is the guy from the Pelicans who didn't make the rookie game. Oh, so Jackson he, Hayes. He filmed oh, yeah. the video saying, um, telling the NBA to suck his dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great response. What a legend. Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, this is a good way to get your brand. Meanwhile, up. Michael Porter Jr., very mature answer of saying the playoffs is worth a lot more than whatever that game is even called, which, I mean, I don't even know they still were doing it. Michael. The sophomore. Rising World chat, versus. Yeah, world versus um, USA Sprite Challenge or something. The, I think it's the. Um, <laughs> sprite the, drinking competition. I think it's the Giannis All-Star team versus the international All-Stars is how it works, isn't it? Sponsored what? by Pri- Sprite. Was well, one team sponsored by Giannis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how it works, isn't it? Like Giannis has his team that he picks, but not no. But we're oh. talking about like the sophomore rookie and each game. team gets like You're talking money about the All Star game per quarter, and they've got to try and score Kobe Bryant's number. This uh, is I'm 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 pretty close here as to what the All Star game is. Yeah, about. but we're talking no. about a whole different game. We're talking about the rookie. We're talking about the, the world. Yeah, the rookie sophomore Giannis challenge. I'm in on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, you've got it exactly yeah. right. Yeah. No, is no one else just like I mean uh, I'm part of the people that always says shake up the All Star game. But what I was thinking is like one-on-one comp or ins and outs, king of the court. For, you know, you know. What about four teams of five and you like, you know, play ins and outs or have like a mini. What about like a board game? 
Yeah. The now point is, what they've yeah. decided to do is... NBA settlers of Catan. Oh. I don't want to be like... <laughs> LeBron, LeBron would be a real sheep port guy, eh? a real bull baron. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to. Um, who do we reckon would win the Settlers of Catan? Great NBA? question. Great NBA competition. I mean, there's some nerdy guys in there. You wouldn't. Not, you, if um, LeBron Spencer made you trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about Quincy Poindexter? <laughs> Speaking nah, of a nerd, nah, nah. he's just got a nerdy name. I don't know anything about him. No. Nah, okay. Um, I bet the Lopez brothers are into board yeah, games. Yeah, massively. Oh yeah, they, they'd be pretty. They'd be pretty big shoo-ins. Um, just, just for a second though, I don't want to try and explain the All Star Game or understand the All Star Game. But are you guys happy or outraged by this new format, Paul? You probably even know what swim out. What Perplexed. is the format? They're playing. Um, you've got to win quarters, so it's like the scores reset at the end of the quarters. I think so it's like four mini games. Mm, but then some. But then your score at the end of. Th- the third is added to your fourth quarter, t- so you've got to win by. So Why you- don't they just do four teams, King of the Court? It's so dumb. And after being on this podcast last week defending the All Star Weekend, yeah, I saw, saw that days later, and I just thought, "What the fuck is going on?" Paul, you've surely given up on the All Star game. I haven't watched it in probably yes. since I was seventeen. Not even the Celebrity All Star game. Now, oh, Celebrity is a different yeah. tier. I watched that. <laughs> um, no, I usually Celebrity All Star game. It's- I usually tag into the All-Star game occasionally, but usually, I think one thing that this, I don't, I don't fully understand what you've said about winning the quarters. But I don't usually, understand either. Usually, it doesn't one team, no one understands. Isn't usually like Steph Curry's team is, is dominating, and then um, and then in the fourth quarter, like it, um, LeBron's team just goes real serious and grinds out a, <laughs> grinds out a win is yeah. usually how it happens. No I, no, I don't think it ever gets serious now. It's just like the final score was 175 to 152. But um, I just think of this. If, what if you did $10 million, one-on-one comp, whoever wins it, but gets the money and it gets to call themselves the greatest one-on-one player in the world? Yeah, that's it. That'd be amazing. Or, and, and, or in an out I, tournament. I don't like it just because I hate one-on-one. No, but I, it's, just, it's just not enjoyable to watch. One on one. Do you not want to see James Harden versus Kyrie Irving play one on one? Nah, it's just like guys just trying to break each other down. No, nah, they just shoot fadeaways and well, I don't like that. it. Step backs and fadeaways. Yeah, well, it would be horrible. You'd have to make the game to like seven. Everything's a one. Yeah, or about, something. As someone whose main enjoyment is the passing, fast break, uh. the movement, <laughs> yeah, and the dunks. No. Okay, Greg Popovich. One on one is because it's not even basketball. What is it? Like, well, why don't, why don't, why don't they play? Um, I'd rather they play soccer because be, at least that's a sport. That. At least that's that. a sport. I'd be in for that. How about two on two? But you've got to play with your team's mascot. Now, <laughs> <laughs> there's challenges because there's teams like the Mavericks with that basketball man and then the Maverick, the horse. Yeah. So you know that would be something we'd have to iron out the kinks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there's quite a few kinks to iron out there. <laughs> I saw an interview on TV the other night, especially because Boston no. Celtics mascot is just a dude. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're playing the long game. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say, Paul? Nah, it's not a good story to repeat. Move on. Um, well, I two things about good on you. Um, I wish I had that discipline more often. Um, in the All-Star game, both Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker have come out and said they have been disrespected. Is that interesting? 100%. Yeah. Well, Carl Anthony Towns, like how many games in a row have they lost? Like 14 or something? Cat's got no argument, but Book does. Yeah, yeah then, that's, that's what I was saying. But then who do you replace? Because I, I, I 100% believe Booker is an All-Star but I didn't see who you'd replace. Yeah, was, I think the main talk was um, Ingram, right? And my first thought was the Pelicans were above the Suns, so that's not a discussion. But then I actually did notice that the Suns were above the Pelicans. The Suns are a legit playoff team. Yeah, I didn't really realize that. Well, a chance. 
That legit chat. They're, they're currently only four games back from the eighth seed. But I've got a real like Booker should be in over Westbrook. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. But I do hate Westbrook. Yes, yeah, I, I haven't seen his stats at all. But I agree. Yeah. It's also it's 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 stars. I don't know. I I I'm very confused by the whole thing. You don't want to argue about. Uh, it but much. also, I would love how upset Westbrook would like. He was one of the people who would take it the worst, not making the All Star game. I, I, and then I, he would come out and he'd tank the Rockets by just um trying to average <laughs> a quadruple double for the rest of the season. Um, no, okay, okay. I will say. Can I say this? Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker both went to Kentucky, right? They're yeah. both drafted in the same draft. Entitled. All right. No, 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 no. no okay, but when sorry. you go to Kentucky, <laughs> when you go to Kentucky, it's a bit like going to Duke or North Carolina. You're like, I'm going to the biggest and best team to have the best. There's no like, this is my local team or this is where it's going to be the best system for me. Or it's this like, is who's paying me the most money under the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it could definitely be that. <laughs> but the point is they, um, they know that that's their best chance. Kentucky is the best chance to get into the NBA. Do they create good NBA players? Not really. But they do create NBA players, right? So they both went there to do that, right? Now they're looking at their careers and they're going, how do I make the most money, best career, best chance of winning, most loved player, most followers on Instagram? And they're both two players who are anchoring small town teams that would be relegated out of the league if I had my relegation that I wanted to poorly run small teams. This is like, along with Giannis, is the future of small town teams here. And it's partly the Timberwolves and Bucks and Suns' faults for being shocking. But like both of those guys have got to look at the draft board and go, Carl Anthony Towns, if he'd just fallen one place or the Lakers had got one, he was, Lakers had second pick. If he'd been the second pick, he would be in Los Angeles. He would be an all-star. I will say this. In a second year, he, he would have been an all-star four years in a row. He, he asked the owner of the Magic to draft him because they were family, his family was family friends or something with oh, the DeVos. Booker. Town, Imagine yeah. the career he could have had. Oh. had <laughs> Name he up and lights. <laughs> come to Orlando. We're coming to Magic Mayhem, but in so, Booker's case, the Jazz, Nuggets, Heat, and 76ers passed on him. The next pick was the Celtics. Like, how bad, how close was he to going to a good team and being. It's the difference between being Donovan Mitchell, who's in the All Star and um, had a great career and a beloved player, and being Devin Booker, where he's this loser on this joke knockoff NBA team. Agreed. And do you think that Booker is also doing himself a disservice by having that horrendous moustacheless beard? Oh, yeah. like if he had oh, a, just yeah. a conventional goatee, I think he'd be taken a lot <laughs> more seriously. Yeah, I just think it's, I just think it's crazy. There I'm so be worried about small market teams. A lot what about of, the magic? What about them? Well, just they're, they're, they're well, we worried. had an all-star last year. Did you? Yeah, Nick oh. Vucevic made it. <laughs> this year we should have got one. Who could forget Nick Vucevic's seven? I remember when I first saw the Clippers and Chris Kamen made the All-Star Here's game. Like, Here's and, and before the game, Chris Kamen, he got his family along. There's some free tickets. He was, I think it was at Staples Center as well. He went to the um, gift shop because they, they wanted to give the Clippers a player, so they gave him Chris Kamen. He went to the gift shop to buy his All-Star jersey and it wasn't available for sale. <laughs> and I reckon um, Nick Vucevic would have been in a similar situation. Well, what I will say is how many um, interesting question how many playoff current playoff teams don't have an all-star well i guess the magic is the only one no nah, um the, i guess the grizzlies presumably got no one do you mean teams currently that would be in the playoffs if it started yeah. today <laughs> yeah i reckon there's five wait five teams yeah okay um Two. The Spurs, the Spurs don't okay have, does someone the have a list have one? the spurs are currently in 10th Oh, the players are... Oh, I'm in there. No, you've got to be... Okay, so two. the Bucks, yes. Raptors have multiple, I think. Just do it in your head and just tell us. The answer's two. Does, does... 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Celtics have any? Oh, yes. Kimba? Yeah, they got Celtics. They got some. two. Oh, Jason Tatum? Who, who else? Made made it, yeah, yeah okay. they have 100%. Okay, Marcus Smart robbed. Okay, Heat. Um, Brown was robbed. Anyway. Brown was definitely robbed. Marcus Smart robbed. I stand by it. <laughs> Um, okay, Miami, I assume Jimmy Butler. Bam and Edibar. And Bam. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, the Pacers. Dab, uh, Sabonis. Sabonis, yeah. Sabonis. The, uh, this is ridiculous we're <laughs> doing this because you don't know who the All-Stars are. That's why I said someone get up a list. <laughs> 76ers? Yeah. Yes. They shouldn't have. Do they have two? <laughs> yeah. Two uh, yeah, for yeah. a Simmons, six seed. Simmons is there as a reserve. It's the Eastern Conference. The Magic have qualified for the playoffs and they don't even have a winning record. All <laughs> I'll say is the Magic are only 10 games back on the 76ers <laughs> and we don't have one. The Magic should be... I, I don't want just like the bottom three NBA teams to be relegated. I want every team that finishes below the Magic to hey, be relegated. It's, ma- be it's Magic above all except for the six teams above them. I'd rather see the main Impressive. impressive you know the um, official hashtag this year? Yeah, I'm a the... huge magic head. Okay, okay, good. I'm actually, I'm going to stick with hashtag pure magic. Oh, speaking of pure magic, it's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. Okay, well this is going to be the toughest thing to do. Um, I apologise to any Kendrick Lamar or magic fans who are hugely insulted by this thing that I'm about to attempt. Hoopiombo! Holla, holla, Hoopiombo! I used to be jealous of Aaron Afalo. Biombo! Biombo! Is that vaguely it? I'm sorry, I didn't... I, oh, it's hard. It's, you try it. It's hard. Bad week for the boys. The poor... The, the, the Bad. Magic have had a lot of um, schedule losses. <laughs> yes. Um, they've actually just started... <laughs> people didn't listen last week, any game on the Magic schedule could be... If it's part of the schedule, it could be a schedule loss. And unfortunately, um, even Fournier is scheduled about... <laughs> 10 ill-advised shots late in the game. Like yes. <laughs> yes. Well, here's the thing. Look. Okay, let's see this full schedule to really break down how the schedule is hurting us. Um, uh, because we, we went on a road trip that was crazy. Uh, okay, I, I can't really... We s- had to play the Golden State Warriors no, one day. And look then at this. two days later, we had to play the Sacramento Kings. Look at this. In Phoenix. We lost both of them. In Phoenix... In Sacramento, in Lakers, in Clippers, in Golden what's State. Cra- what's crazy about this? Is in this Charlotte, on the other side of the country, two you, days later, guys- and then it's no, it's no, it's no bloody wonder we come back and lose five at home or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> because you, as you, does the magic schedule. not own a plane? Do they travel by bus cross no. country on great? They just leave one, te- one team behind. The safe one by bus. <laughs> Imagine uh, Evan Fournier and uh, Nikola Vucevic getting into compression, full body compression. <laughs> Branded magic suits for their twelve-hour cross-continent Ly- bus rides, lying in the um, walkway between the seats. <laughs> <laughs> and when it's not possible, um, when it's not possible, hey, the G League team they plays. stumbled down the stairs 
and they are like not in a good way, eh? But the magic, they've got so many injuries, you almost think that they are, that's what they are doing. Oh, they're like resting Imagine if Aminu was here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Paul, serious question. What was the la- who did they last lose to? Because I watched that. They uh, lost back-to-back to the Miami Heat. Yeah, that last game state, was horrific. State rivals. Yeah, oh, the last few have been bad. And Miami owns that stadium, like, even in the mid- oh, They were chanting, yeah, pretty loud. The sad thing was, like uh, a month ago or whatever, we blew out Miami at home by 20 points. But now back-to-back bad losses to Miami really hurt with, with the fans chanting, let's go Heat, um, in our own stadium. Really disappointing. I'm sorry to hear that, mate. But uh, things are looking up. I think, um, still in the playoff picture. I think s- <laughs> still in the playoff picture. Lost five straight. But um, luckily, like, the Bulls are out. didn't come and do last week's pod because you just didn't want to talk about it. It's been a dark, a dark few weeks. But um, like we were literally in a group chat about the games, and you just left the conversation. I don't think I left it. Well, you did. You just well, I, rightly so. I mean, Matt was being no, no, an no but leaving it is like uh, literally. Like I just stopped. I just stopped responding. Just probably. Do you think that they should balance the do the conference the playoffs thing where they just go one to sixteen rather than conferences? Yes. No. I, yeah, I, of course. He <laughs> I was thinking when watching the Pelicans. I think it might even. Uh, I was watching the Grizzlies, and I was thinking it's so brutal that. This, you know, two of these teams, or three out of the Spurs, Suns, yeah. Grizzlies, and Pelicans are not going to make it. It's appalling. We're going to be yeah, but it, it would be, it would but you got to look at who you're going to knock out in the East. And a playoffs <laughs> without some pure magic is not a playoffs <laughs> I want to see. I agree with that. Um, um, the, like, the other problem is with 116, I don't know how you do it, is uh, it, it's a little bit better seeing the Bucks play the magic than saying, seeing the lake. I don't know. Oh, no, I guess Bucks play the magic would be happening either way, right? Yeah, okay, um, so I, I stand corrected. It's it's time to. We do can that. guarantee the Magic are in sixteenth. I take. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Paul, he, do you have any any reason for the Magic being so bad, or just pure um, Magic? <laughs> Jonathan Isaac is a huge loss. Yeah. DJ so Aug- isn't as good as it was. DJ Augustine is a big loss. Yeah. Have you come up um, against that? Um, even Aminu is a big loss. Um, but Mina was not a big loss. They actually got better when he went out. He yeah, was, but was I, I'm just before. trying to list big losses. Yeah, okay. Um, I know. All you know is it's going bad. Our beloved Mark Alfonso seems to have kept out at 12 points per game. Uh, he, he's he's going to be great. That's all I know. <laughs> all um, right. Enough of your shit. The, he, the, the, the thing is, he, the team is better when Mark L's on the court. It doesn't matter how many points he's scoring. He makes is he the going team better. Bad? Is he going better? Nah, he's nah just he makes the team better. Let's talk about some positive stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. It's time for player of the week. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I've given player of the week this week to Jonathan Isaac, who uh, did not play. <laughs> but um, five losses in a row. Uh, he's great. Yeah. I hope he's getting better. Even in the five losses in a row, you don't have a player. Like Aaron Gordon's not putting up numbers or something. Well, five losses in a row, not, I'm not giving it to anyone. You've got to win a game. Yeah, actually, that's uh, kind of true. That's kind of true because Wes Wundu, I don't have the statistics on me, but basically starting the season, he just could not hit a three. But yeah, over his no last kind of 25 is. attempts, he's shooting like 50% so, or something. Oh, no yeah. JT, are you actually watching? So, yeah, I good watch, point. I watch quite a, quite a few Magic games still. Wes Wundu, I'm going to give it to. And a fun fact, I'm really keen no. to... <laughs> he's currently on Cameo and quite cheap to get a message from Wes Wundu. Um, how cheap so, are we talking? Um, I'll look Cameo that up. Cameo for people don't know is an app where you can get famous people to um, send you a birthday message. But here's the thing. I was thinking I could maybe... I shouldn't talk about it on the podcast because maybe a new intro for Magic Mayhem, I could have Wes Awundu yeah, of the Orlando Magic. Now. I was one of the first... $25. US, presumably. Let's do it after the podcast. I was on Cameo like the day it launched and got uh, Brian Scalabrini to record a, message, a birthday message for my friend. Get this audio. Send and it to send us. it to him. And he never looked at it. 
What? He never opened the video, and he t still to this day, it's just like, you'll be, I'll be like, hey, did you look at it? He's like, no, not yet. Can't what? find it. Outrageous. What? And Scal, because it was like one Why? of the first ones, Scal really went all out. It was like yeah. four minutes long. Really good. A four-minute-long message. Can you please bring this next week? I'll try and find it, yeah. Do you know how much, like, how much do you reckon you paid for it? Was it was 50 US. He's currently 99. Yeah, it was early days. It was like it just launched. He's also um, yeah. relevant because he's a broadcaster now, whereas Wizard Wandu... His star is... Uh, no, Wizard Wonder is a great value. <laughs> Usually, yeah. I think current NBA players are more than that, especially ones getting the like, here. If you saw Wizard Wonder on the street, would you recognize him? Would anyone yes, know who distinctive okay. Here's a hot... Let's, let's do a crazy prediction. Side skin. By this... Uh, in one year's time, will Wizard Wonder have gone higher than $25? Yes. Uh, I, I, I would say... Well, he's at rock bottom, so it's... Hard, like, if you're, doing, okay. if you're doing $15, what's the point of even doing it at that point? That's what do you think about Where's the Wandu doing twenty five dollars? So the the app is taking a cut of that. So he's doing this because he wants like seventeen dollars. Okay. No, but here's a and how many can record in a day? Like this is good. He's been earning like, earning like minimum wage. Guess how much Mo Bamba recording is. these. Oh, his manager, his agent will be taking money from no. that. Tax is part of that. Um, He'd be earning like seven dollars a recording. Um, guess how much Mo Bamba is? Uh, I'd say a hundred dollars. Fifty. Two hundred and seventy-five. Yeah, okay, oh. great. So for Wesa Wando, like, let's look at their even minutes. Um, oh, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Congratulations, Wesa Wando, on winning uh, Magic Player of the Week for being cheap on Cameo. No, he's been playing. It's time well. for a new segment that I've worked on. They put effort into. It's time <laughs> for what's going on. Okay, so the theme song that you guys can't hear it, but is um, the legendary song "What's Going On" by Marvin Gaye. Is it probably disrespectful to use like a classic? Well, it's probably beautiful. legally not allowed. Oh, it is if we cr if we critique the song. Well, oh. <laughs> well, it's, it's, <laughs> so we have to do that every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're using Kendrick Lamar on your magic sting, mate. Oh, but that's just a tiny sample of his vocal. Yeah, that was a tiny. And he gave permission. Marvin Gaye. Uh, no, 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 wait, wait, no. He did not give permission. <laughs> he gave me. He said I could use it. <laughs> yeah, um, What's Kendrick Lamar up to? He must have a new album coming out. Surely. You, you don't know? No. Nah. I'm looking at the two whitest guys I've ever seen, man. It's bullshit. No. Okay. Who, what's going on is a segment that's pretty explanatory. We just briefly talk about some topics in the NBA and talk about what's going on. Damian Lillard has turned the Blazers around. They've had a weird season. Injuries. Some of the players they traded away have been big losses. Lillard has just decided, I've had enough of that shit. I want, did, will, will Lillard become an all-star, by the way? He's an sure. all-star. He is. Okay. Perennial. Anyway, whatever he's been doing, he's been making sure of it because the last four games, they've won four in a row. They've beaten the Pacers, Rockets, Lakers, and Jazz. He's scored Good 50, wins. 36, 48, and mm. 51. The man's insane. And I kind of, I had a feeling the Blazers were going to come right. And Yusuf Nurkic. Again, Paul talking first, even though he's not. <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic is around the corner. And he's going to be huge for them coming back. How do you anyway. know? What court is he around? Uh, I know because I picked him up. Did he picked just him suffer up. another setback this He week? did suffer another setback after practice. <laughs> so after he went practice. around another corner. Yeah. He's around multiple corners. Yes. He's still got a few corners to turn. <laughs> but I picked him up in fantasy, stashed him on my injury reserve, yeah. and he is going to look good. <laughs> JT, do you give a shit about Lillard? <laughs> Sorry. So much nurkage, Dad. Um, I love Dollar Dame. He's been... I know I say this about every player, but... Right up there with one of my favorites. Yeah, but, I agree that I love him. But no, like because basically after he did the wave away to um, Russ, yeah, mm. he could have just done nothing more and been one of the most iconic players. Agree. Like that is one of the great clips possibly ever, non-play related. Yeah. So anything he says is just icing. But 
He's an absolute scorcher. I really want to see the Blazers make the playoffs. Like it's kind of the West has been disappointing, and like there's no way the Grizz. The Grizz are doing well, but there's no way they're a playoff team. See, Willie, I don't want to see the Blazers. I've had enough of the Blazers being like the late season darling. They get some nice schedule in the back half of the season and makes it into fourth. Yeah, okay. I I kind of root for them. Oh. Uh, I don't know why. I think also because they've had a lot of heartbreak in recent times with uh, Brandon Roy, RIP. Greg Odin, R.A.P. Okay, what's going on? We got uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant. We got, Lon- pass, we got um, up Lon- Lonzo Ball. Now, my theory is he's the luckiest player in the NBA because we're Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns uh, banished to the the um, asshole of the NBA. Lonzo Ball get, not only gets drafted by the Lakers. I think one pick behind Carl Anthony Towns was it? No, nah, it was my beloved Mark Allen and then Lonzo too. Oh, okay, sorry. A couple, year, a couple of years later, he was, there was a second pick by the Lakers. Not only does he get picked by the Lakers, but then he gets traded to the Pelicans, who get Zion and become one of the most talked about teams again. So Lonzo Ball manages to keep on being relevant, despite being a player who probably is... He's good now. Be. He's really good. He's good now. And I'm going to flip this on you. Yes. I think Lonzo's one of the unluckiest players. Oh! A, because he's got LeVar. But two, if you actually look at his numbers from... Uh, like the Lakers' first season, I I can't remember because this is ancient basketball reference research I did, but his combination of blocks, assists, rebounds, and points was second only to LeBron. Okay, you've been no. an asshole there. How many guards are blocking shots? But I'm saying, he, but he was a really good defender, right? But when LeBron came, it killed his career. Like he was already struggling shooting. Mm. Then LeBron killed him, absolutely killed him. Yeah. And so, and even in this situation now, they tried to play him and Drew together, making him a shooting guard, which didn't work. So in some ways, he's been super unlucky that only after two and a half years is he in a spot where he's in a system that he knows his role and he's got some value. Yeah. I will say this. The other night, I was like looking at the, st- the numbers, not even looking at the names, as is my fantasy rule. And I thought, who, who are these numbers belonging to? Lonzo Ball. And I nearly was like, I've got to trade for him. And then I was like, oh, free throws is it. A percentage I so need. has Lonzo, you um, reckon, uh, sorry, has Zion unlocked, uh, unlocked his assists and taken the pressure off him on offense? No, it was before was... Zion. It was about a month before when Drew Holiday got. I'm a massive Pelicans head as well. When Drew was injured, they st- he was playing pure point and started ripping. And then when they when they've uh, when Drew came back, they're staggering them more. At the start of the season, they tried to play them together, and Lonzo would be like an off-ball two mm. guard and. You know, his shot's better, but he's still... It's not sometimes, a shot. sometimes an injury can be a blessing in, in the fact that it makes the coaches realise what they need to do rotation-wise. Exactly, and your free-throw comment is interesting. Also, he's just now attacking the rim with no regard for the fact that he can't hit free-throws. Yeah. So right. that makes me think the free-throw thing is purely, like you were talking about last week, yips on court. Yeah. Like, I think he's smashing them in, in practice I and they're just going, just go for free it. Throws, I reckon Dwight Howard, like, everyone hits free throws in practice. Like Definitely. DeAndre Jordan, famously. Yeah. So, um, okay. He can shoot them now, can't we've he? Got a, yeah. We've got a few segments to get through and we're, we're running out of time. But every week we, we forget about JT's Curry theory. So I thought we'd just get this in here. If people don't remember, um, <laughs> about a month ago now, Paul Williams oh, talked wow. about going to a, um, a Curry restaurant in New York City and buying a chicken tikka masala and getting what he thinks was a butter chicken. And we're trying to figure out what was going on there. I assume this was going to be a stiff curry nah, theory. No, i got no, theory, no theories on curry. Okay, so my theory was, <laughs> and I had to take notes because I had to try and remember, go back and remember the original curry story. Yeah. that Because you went on it late at night, yes. they were like low on all the curries. But what they do is keep like a, a little bit of amount in all of them. So it looks like they've got 
they've got all the variations. Yes. But no matter what you went in, they were like, hey, butter chicken for you. Knowing you'd get defensive and like try and prove yourself as a real curry head. When they gave you something that was just the tikka masala because it's all they had left. No, just uh, butter chicken. You butter ch- no, you got the tikka in the end, didn't you? But nah. whatever. Whatever they have left, they'll just give you. Yeah. And because you're already on like defensive about being pointed out as a guy that wants butter chicken, you won't question it. Yeah. So what you need to do, well, you're too late now, but go in there with a yardstick, like, and it, it could be sanitized, and just <laughs> put it in poke it on head. all the bars and just see. Because yeah, I think okay. I don't think you could scrape a spoon. I think they're that's quite an interesting theory. Honestly, I think they looked pretty full. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but I think they looked full, and I think. But how do you know it's not a shallow tray? Exactly, with just the false stuff? bottom. Like how how can you see? Can you see through transparent curry? Like what is this watery ass? Curry that's that true. The there was no way to they know. They have the one. Idea. I reckon they've got one curry. That's my theory. One curry, but seven <laughs> display trays. Yeah, man. You don't even know if it's liquid in there. They it, could it have was, like a Japanese style glazed. Great point. I will say this: there was there was maybe one other woman eating in the place, and there was about eight staff people <laughs> behind the counter. Which was that woman eating um, butter chicken? Also, didn't see. Oh, yeah, Did not it's see. Important to see. Anyway, I regret bringing up JT's curry theory, <laughs> but we have been promising that. When I get back to New York, that. I will go back to that place. Will you take a yardstick? I'm not going to take a yardstick, but I'm going to investigate. Maybe order okay, multiple. Ca- yeah, maybe order three curries and be like, do a deep scoop. We're 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 we're, okay. run, we're, we're, we're running out of time. <laughs> for um, we've got two segments left. We've got guy been thinking and uh, movie magic. Just quick, guy been thinking. This one's a shocker because it's Paul doing a bad version of Beyonce and now me doing a bad version of Paul doing a bad version of Beyonce. Garden thinking, garden thinking. Guy on the F them up and garden thinking. Guy, oh, I'm so sorry. It's, yeah, it's bad. Here's my good idea. It's a business, right? Because I've been thinking I've always got great ideas to fix the NBA and to improve it. This week I've got like a, this is a genuine business idea. This isn't a joke. I'm not trying to get like laughs here. Why don't we start printing shirts? And this is copyright because I'm saying it here, so you know it's my idea first. We start making shirts, mm. and, and it's awkward me saying copyright because it's kind of a it's infringing on copyright in my shirts. We start making shirts of teams that should have won, teams that were robbed. Great idea. Everyone mm. on the internet would want to buy a 2002 Kings NBA championship shirt. I start making them. And maybe I, I, I write Sacramento and just don't mention the word kings or something. Like, but I make the colour purple and black. Like, I get around copyright somehow. Have a golden trophy that's a bit off the Larry O'Brien. <laughs> you know? Like, anyway, a 2007 um, Suns. A, Suns were robbed in 2007. Why don't we get a 2007 Suns uh, NBA championship shirt? Who wouldn't want a Seattle Supersonics 2012 Western Conference champion t-shirt? So, this is a great sensational idea. Thank just you. Straight off the bat. But question for you is, they do produce those t-shirts because they have to be available. So no. where do they get sold? I, I think that's a lie. What? But the hats definitely get made because so, so, they put the hats straight on. No, so there's a legendary lie in, in American sports, which is when they win the Super Bowl, when they win the NBA championships, they make two sets of shirts and two sets of hats. And they ship the others to Africa. To Africa. And so the, the, the story is, and you, you read many, many think pieces and articles about this from idiots who are just doing internet research like us. You read a lot of articles about them being thousands of um, wrong winning teams, shirts, and the San Antonio Spurs that time when they lost narrowly, where they basically had the championship locked away against the Heat and then the Heat came back and won in seven. 
they must have thousands of shirts and hats made, ready to go to sell and in the stadium and um, to put the players to put on. You're saying there's thousands of um, San Antonio Spurs championship sh- shirts that shouldn't be around Africa. I don't think so because you'd see a lot of people go to Africa. Africa's a country that's got social media. You'd see this stuff all the time. Not only that, but the African people who came hold of them, if they had the opportunity, would sell them to someone who'd collect them up and sell them on the internet because people would buy those, right? Yeah, but I think they're, they're saying they're sending them t- to people maybe who don't have cameras, photos, um, bank accounts. You're, you're thinking of Africa as being very backwards here. Like, like there's, I've been to India, like a country that has a lot of poor people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, I haven't been to Africa. Okay. I'm, I'm sounding bad here. My point is, my point is, even in most countries now will have a lot of people with cell phones. True. Um, and and uh, there's just no way I can't but, think of there not being a business opportunity if that was the opportunity, or at least a chance to take a photo and put it on the internet. Right. So everyone but, in my everyone in my town is wearing wrong championship t-shirts. But there must be a there must be a certain quantity that are produced in advance. The NBA is definitely burning them. That's what they're doing. They're okay. So, just like okay, a supermarket, okay. when their meat gets oh, like yeah. the right. last expiration, they just chuck it so out. So we agree okay. they're made. They're just not distributed. Just, so, yeah. so that's what I'm mm. saying. Get in there, do a deal with Adam Silver. Like, I'll take <laughs> I'll take your content for you. Yeah. Uh, oh, he could it. sell it for millions. It would just be like, it would just really confuse the market and re- it would lead, lead to this fake news um, era where like you could just buy um, a Golden State Warriors <laughs> last year championship t-shirt and just pretend they won. What is, Mark Cuban should just put up a banner because you know, they, they got the Mavs got absolutely robbed in that Heat series. Yeah. Just put up a banner. What, who could stop him? It's <laughs> yeah. his private team. The NBA mm. would stop him. They would fine him. Pay the fine every week. How much? <laughs> put if Dallas, off NBA property though, off the Mavs property, if Dallas put up a championship statue... That could be. They've already won a championship. They'll just celebrate that. Anyway, True. it's a good idea. Great. That's idea. like um, that time we were playing. Um, we were playing the card game. Uh, oh, coup! It's called. Yeah. And um, and my friend Sam, we were playing for the last Ferrero Rocher, and um, for the fifth time in a row, Sam just intentionally um, suicided his game to take me out, knock me out first, and. Um, so I just grabbed the Ferrero Rocher and ate it real quick. Yeah. Like, no one can stop you and from this. And everyone just... thought you were a massive dick and you really ruined the night. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you're doing comedy nod there, but like, it's an audio podcast. You've got to do like a light, like, no. Okay, anyway, um, we're going to finish with uh, another Paul segment. Do you guys have to go, by the way? We're getting late, hey? I can do a segment. Quick movie review? Definitely. Does movie review even have a sting? Like, how does that go? Movies, movie magic, taking over my life. I love to watch movies, movie magic, all the time. They gave me chills. Paul, movie time. Ah, uh, yeah, I haven't seen any. Um, you are unbelievable. I've got, I've got one. No, 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 no. Every week, I've got, are, one. I've got four movies this I know. week. Just say one you've seen in the past. I know, no, but here's the thing. No, you're getting demoted. JT's seen one. JT's no. You didn't even like movies. I was going to do TV edition. <laughs> no, okay. You, I had, you had it ready. TV edition comes after movie mayhem. JT, what movie you Okay, the second you pause, you better never <laughs> pause again. You better never Unca- pause again. Uncut Gems. I just want to talk about how good Kevin Garnett is in it. Oh, Anyone seen well, it? You can't, I've seen you, it. Okay, you, are, you can't review a movie that Paul's already reviewed as your movie review. It's been reviewed. When you're, was it you're, reviewed? Demo- you're demoted from movie reviews. It's been reviewed. Back to Paul. You're on TV okay, again. so um, on the plane, I actually chose to watch TV instead of movies. And um, I actually did watch one and a quarter movie, but I'm not reviewing those. 
So before you throw allegations of not watching, okay, you're taking movies, too long. Back to JC. I've got, JC. An, I've got an anecdote actually. Okay, a short anecdote. Yeah. And as you know, I'm um, a huge Survivor celebrity. When I went to fly to Survivor, I never watch movies or TV on planes. What? I, I just I'm ne- I don't even turn the thing on. What do you do on planes? Just read. What? What and an I, intellectual! Yeah, I met Leonardo we, DiCaprio. We, <laughs> <laughs> Are you just trying to top his story? I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get it back to me. <laughs> Poor, so this is genuinely interesting though. So on the way to... Yeah, but Leonardo DiCaprio. This is turning to book review. No, you, you, okay. you're lying about your story about me and Leonardo Well, DiCaprio. go with his, go so with his. So on the way to Survivor, I read the whole fly and didn't tell me. And everyone, I, what I didn't realise is that everyone, the, all the other cast people were like eyeballing, watching. watching me and being like, this He's guy's like, like a super creep. Like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Wow. Who would have thought? Never would have thought about so it. So it counted That's against gr- you reading. Yeah. It's such you, an unusual thing to you, do. I always think that about Survivor. I always think like... As a watcher, I mean, you see it start when it's when they start the show. Nah. But I was like, the game's probably already started. There's a guy. The you've already met the people. You're already like the main connections have probably already been made. Why does he have two passports? You know, <laughs> well, you know, stuff like that. Anyway, so the, a guy famously, Russell Hance famously took his giant Bible to the airport, hoping that he'd be recognised. But oh, hoping other cast members would be there, so they just think he's the religious type, which I thought was great. <laughs> Anyway, mm. that's an aside. Back to the TV. Um, when you're when you're when you're re- reading on the plane, mm. um, do you use a Kindle? Obviously, sometimes. Oh yeah, because I think you're a real asshole if you use a pa- if you're like churning through the paperbacks. No, well, this is this, the light <laughs> as well. What sort of books did you read on the plane? On the Kindle, I get into books that I've either been. I either read real trashy sci-fi, read the Th- Thrawn Star Wars series on the my le- most recent trip, or books that I've been putting off. Wow, we should mm. um we should get a book review segment going. Um, okay. and, and KG was good on. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize. When was that? Oh, what, Leonardo. It's, it's totally fine. I was yeah. being an asshole. Back to Paul for his t- his TV review. Um, you watched Succession. And it was good. Oh, oh great spoiler. Show. So, okay. No, so so you obviously got to go back to work. Obviously, Succession, like the most hyped show, everyone's talking about it, and I put it on on the plane. And yeah, the, one of the, the second scene is literally one of those scenes where the guys like. Um, listening to headphones, like, rapping along, and then it cuts to the shot where you hear what everyone else sees, and it's, like, him, like, singing really badly. And when that was, like, one of the opening scenes, I was like... Also, I think I go into things that everyone loves automatically being, like, I don't like it. Yeah. But then by the end of the first season... That's me with Zion. Sorry. <laughs> by the end of the first episode, I thought, great show. I'm two episodes in, really loving so you've it. you've seen two episodes of a show. I've popular, seen two episodes of a very popular show, and I'm going to say I'm really enjoying it, really looking forward to Ep 3. Well done. Yeah, I love Succession. Yeah. Well okay. done, guys. Um, how do I watch it in New Zealand? What's it on? It's on uh, <laughs> HBO. you got to legally download it, that's what you're saying. Well, can Neon. you watch... on Neon? Can you watch HBO Neon's here? so bad. I was trying to watch Sopranos again, and they just didn't have episode three of Sopranos. They go one, two, four. <laughs> Great, so great, annoying. great sequence. And I try. I've seen Sopranos season one before, so I was trying to skip over it. Censorship, maybe. Season four was. I thought that season episode four was like really important. What was in multiple characters <laughs> died. What was in the episode that you anyway. think made them silence it? Uh, I'm not sure, but um, thank you. It was just one bit where listening. one character was like Bush Shut did up one. Now movie. I've been Guy Williams. I don't do that anymore. Uh, I mean, that really threw me off. I'm JT, bro. Yeah, it's confusing. Yeah. Eh? It throws you. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> we love you from the bottom of our hearts. Goodbye. I told you that podcast was all right, eh? Um, what's not all right is me doing one last homemade sting. Do, 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 do,
I'm losing my mind. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 